It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. I'm taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <coughs> It starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day! And welcome to another Can Crusher Spotlight. I am your host, Mark Martinez. And this spotlight is a little bit different from all the other spotlights as yesterday I got to unknowingly um, compete, uh, get evaluated, uh, just get beat up more or less in the Ohio Valley wrestling combine, a media combine, as it may, and uh, today I'm waking up a little sore, a little, yeah, Jay Bradley and Callie pretty much uh, put it to me as Chad Miller and Al Snow uh, stood on the sidelines and snickered. So we have my grading from uh, all of them, more or less, all of them. Uh, tell me how great of a wrestler I'm going to be and uh, how they expect me to just take over the wrestling industry starting at OVW. So I can't wait till you guys get to hear that. And then later on in the show, I had the chance to sit during uh, one of Al Snow's Seminaries, lessons, practices, trainings, whatever, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, more or less. Um, and I talked to three of the uh, trainees, uh, superstars, more or less that way, that are going to be going to the combine uh, this Saturday. But first, we'll start with migrating, and we'll head to Callie and Jay, and then wrap that section up with Al Snow, and then we'll come back and, you know, talk about what I saw at practice. So, uh, all right, let, let's head it over to Callie. She's going to say uh, how great I am. I Shit, I might even beat her for the women's championship. So I just got done with the media relations combine, and I'm sitting in this conference room that's hotter than hell, and Callie's here, and Callie, how did I do? I should be able to be signed, right? First of all, who invited you? Well, Chad Miller invited me. I don't know why he would ever do that. Because you should have seen yourself trying to squat. You should have seen yourself trying to bench press. You were shaking. That's just embarrassing. Like, who invited you? I did well. I got him up a couple times. I ran back and forth. I lifted the same weight you did. You are the OVW Women's Champion. I am... The master of podcasts. That's about it. C-A-L-I. You ain't got no crushers. Bye. What? That's the new song. Because, obviously, we both saw what happened out there. Yeah, I was a train wreck. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. More I was a train, train wreck. wreck. Like a trash. bus wreck, a bike crash, a car crash. I don't even know what else. So I cannot be a wrestler. You looked like the Titanic out there sinking. Okay. That's what you looked like. All right, Callie. But the the combine is coming up, and you have to go through it. And you're ready, correct? You uh, you are ready. You are set to go. You uh, you have a match Saturday night as well against Meg. Yes, she's pretty big, but I'm the smartest one, so I'll be fine. Okay. I know I can outsmart her. You outsmarted me. You definitely outsmarted me today. And put me through a rigorous combine, which I know that I am not up to your level. So Clearly. So thank you, Callie. You're welcome. And 
good luck Saturday at the Combine and in your match. I don't need any. And we're here at the Media Combine with Jay Bradley. First of all, Jay, welcome back to Can Crushers, one of the first interviews from OVW, and I'm happy to uh, get to meet face-to-face once again with you. Wait, wait, so you're someone who actually likes to see me again. I do like seeing you. I don't know why, but... This is, I think you might be one of the, Like, you, besides my mother and my grandmother, I think it's a well, small circle. I just talked to your grandmother. No. You're down to two. That's it's, been all bullshit, huh? Yeah, it's all me and your mom. What if she was just giving me money to go away then growing up. Then. Right, that's, that's all it was. Okay. So, you're good to go there. But uh, let's talk about your involvement in the Combine. You, you and Callie just put me through a rigorous uh, media Combine. Al Snow has yet to talk to me about a contract. Do you think it's there? Uh, I'm going to be brutally honest. Probably not. Really? Yeah. You know, there was a ranking on the Snow scale. I think you were about a one where it means buy a ticket, enjoy the show. I think that's probably where you're at. It, it was 2.2. Get it right. Oh, okay. So then... Uh, not a prospect. Not a, not a prospect. Or, you know, don't quit your day job. So stay being a garbage man. Probably in your best interest. <sighs> all right. But that's all right. Because we need people like you to support pro wrestling. Because without fans, I don't have a job. Good. And yeah. as of right now, you probably are down to one now. Just your mother likes you. Well, actually, actually, your your wife did like me because she said I, I choked you when we first met, and she said you need to finish the job. So I do have ten percent of your life insurance coming. You if, do if I do finish. So. You, you do. So all right, serious note. Uh, let's talk about the combine and what you are going to be doing on Saturday. You are going to be training. You're going to be helping judging. You know, a little bit of that aspect. What do you? Going to be just telling me your verbiage. Uh, so, from my understanding, I will be here to help assess the prospects, uh, put them through various parts of the combine, um, what my exact activity, if you want to call it that, or exact portion, what that will be. Um, I think it's yet to be determined. I think I'll probably be at some point definitely be involved with the in ring portion. Or uh, the pro, uh, you know, the talking skills promotion part of it, the promo part of it, speaking part, um, since that's kind of my forte. And, and we have strength conditioning coaches that are well beyond my knowledge as far as the strength and, and fitness aspect of it. Um, and then beyond that, um, also be, you know, analyzing it for the content that we're going to be filming uh, due to my experience in pro wrestling and my travels and seeing a lot of different type of training types and being around a lot of different talent, you know, uh, of various, you know, skill levels throughout the last, God, over 20 years. Um, and then I'm, I'm fairly certain I'll be involved uh, with Al and the rest of the team and kind of breaking down who I think has got what it takes uh, to be a ticket seller as opposed to a ticket buyer. And he looked at me again. Thank you. I did. Um, so you're here, uh, staying in Louisville for a while. You are yeah. going to be part of the Al Snow Wrestling Academy as well. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. Training a said class? Uh, predetermined, or not, not predetermined, uh, yet to be determined. Uh, basically what my, uh, classes will be. Um, we've talked about me doing some intermediate work as far as some of the advanced classes and, uh, you know, advanced coursework. Uh, maybe some class on the history of pro wrestling. Uh, so, uh, wherever they need me, that's what I'll be teaching. Uh, like I said, I've got about 20 years of experience. Went through the WWE system, uh, went through the Impact system, or if you want to call it that. Numerous tours abroad, uh, New Japan USA dojo, saw some Wrestle One dojo stuff, and Noah dojo stuff. How uh, the young boys train over there, so... Um, a lot of knowledge and experience to spew out to these people. So, um, it, looking forward to passing on that knowledge um, to people who generally want to get better or want a career and help exceed throughout. And your goal is to help candidate A get to WWE, AEW, Impact, wherever their passion is at this point, right? Yeah, uh, you know, like I think it's dual, a uh, dual fold for me. Um, as far as extending my career in the pro wrestling genre, not only just in the ring, but, you know, I always looked at pro wrestling even from, I think, about the time I signed a WWE contract. Like, if you're smart, you kind of realize, like, uh, there's a limited lifespan in this sort of, in any any sport, or any pro sport, especially one that's so physical uh, and takes a toll on your body. I mean, you're just not going to recover as 
as you age as well as you could as you're younger. Um, so how do you extend your involvement? How do you extend a career in this? How do you keep, you know, essentially earning an income in pro wrestling? Um, you know, I don't think my days in the ring are done by any means, but I also have another, you know, if you want to call it like injection of rejuvenation from being able to teach people the skills and impart them with the knowledge and experience that I have to, you know, help them get to where they want to be, whether it's any of those companies you listed or, or somewhere else, or just teach them how to essentially stay in the game. You know, I think that's one of the things that I've been, you know, blessed with uh, is, you know, I've been able to generate numerous opportunities for myself. They always haven't been maybe taking advantage of the best. I could have done better with other things, but, you know, uh, a WWE contract where I was able to, to last there for about four years and then impact working for them for about three years in some capacity and, you know, numerous overseas companies and numerous tours, you know, um, you know, I've been able to do a lot of that because I understand the business and I understand how to generate those opportunities and what it takes to get them or keep them or, or um, you know, to create a new one when I need to. So, I mean, that's a skill in itself. And I think a lot of people nowadays, I think just because of the dominance of WWE for so long, they think that's kind of like the only game in town. Like, you have to get there to get anywhere else. That's not necessarily the case. You know, there's uh, wrestling is starting to thrive a little bit more so the last 12 to 18 months. And it's going to continue with, you know, AEW popping in because they're going to, you know, it's something new when it's getting on mainstream television. Um, NWA coming back even and, and as well. NWA coming back and then, you know, working with Ring of Honor, you know, what Al is doing here at OVW to kind of rejuvenate things here and make people take notice about, you know, it never went away. Now it's getting a big shot in the arm from what Al and the team are doing. Um, so eyes are on pro wrestling, um, and WWE's no longer just the game in town where you know you can earn earn quality money and be able to support yourself and you know have a career. Yeah, that that's well said. Uh, part of the snow scale. Did you work on part of the snow scale with Chad and Al as well? I actually did this morning. Yeah, yes, I did. And that's actually been brought in from. Major League Baseball, NFL, you know, everything. And uh, how did you three kind of come together with this and say, hey, this is going to help big time? You know what? Um, I wasn't necessarily part of the, the design on it as far as I'm involved with the impl- implementation. And I was talking to Chad about it this morning as well with Al. We had breakfast where um, this isn't something that we had anything near to this when I broke in. It was like, here, you paid your money, you found quality trainers, or what you thought was quality trainers, depending on where you were, and you paid X amount of dollars to get broken into the pro wrestling business, which, you know, depending on who your trainers were, they determined what what that skill set was. Um, unfortunately, nowadays, it's been so eroded by poor quality trainers where it's like, okay, here, give me your $2,000 and here's how you run the ropes and here's how you do your rolls and here's five moves that you should do in your match and go start taking bookings. Um, Regardless of what the skill set was or the athleticism was or the intelligence and the psychological part because this business is, is, is very hard on your body but the stress as you go higher in this business is can be astronomical because you have people always shipping at your heels or nipping at your heels and and to to take your spot essentially so what I think is going to be instrumental with this going forward is now people have a a metric or a scale of some sort to understand what their next step is what they need to work on okay yeah you're going to get an overall score for this particular combine but it's broken up into multiple things where like you know, the Dari system, the Dari scale that they're scanned that we're doing, you know, God, I would have loved to know 20 years ago looking at, you know, they're gonna, how my body moves and what portions of my body are weak and strong, where I need to put more work in and where I'm susceptible to injury. Like, that would have changed so much of how I trained. You know, back when I started, it was like, you know, we all worked out like bodybuilders and then went to wrestling practice to wrestle like wrestlers. So it wasn't the best form of 
training outside the ring to prepare me for what I was doing in the ring. And now we're trying to put that all together. So it's like, great, you got a great bench press and a great squat, but your vertical jump sucks, your shuttle run sucks, or you know, you're opened up all these muscle imbalances from poor movement that you're opening yourself up for all these injuries. So there's something to be worked on for everybody so you can make positive progress. Because I think at least one thing that I, I ran into a lot, especially when dealing with the larger companies where it's like I was always, A, very hard on myself, but like, what can I do to get better? What do I need to work on? What do I need to do better to get more opportunity to go? And, you know, it was just a very nonchalant, non-answer. You just got to work hard. You got to want it. Okay, well, I want it, but what I need to work hard on? Well, here's what you need to work hard on. If you're weak in this and you're, you're efficient at these things, well, you know what the next step is. So then you can retest or you can, you know, track your progress if you need to get better at your bench press or your squat or faster on a shuttle run. And it's going to break down in-ring, out-of-ring strength. Like, this is a not just you're not strong on your legs, you're not strong on shuttle, you, you know, it's going to say you, your mic skills are a little weak right now. Yep. Start talking to yourself in front of a yeah. mirror. Well, well, yep, yeah. and then and that's... Call Can Crusher. Yes. Get on there and have an interview with them. Exactly. Um, tell the guy his wife owes me money because I'm going to put him in the ground. Right. Um, but no, that's that, that's kind of where I was going where it's like you'll know what you have to work on and, what, and then with coaching here either directly through the Al Snow Wrestling Academy and the resources that we have or if you choose to go on your own and come back to us like you're going to know what you need to do you know because you will have unfortunately those people who you know will try to do it on their own and maybe they're not going to realize that they can and they're going to come back for further help or you know those people that are just going to jump in and go oh, this is what I need to do I'm going to do it um, but that that would have changed totally how I approached my training and, and my career and my development um, and I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a huge asset to anybody who seizes it and, and decides to take the opportunity to run with it because, you know, it, you know it, the old adage of working smarter, not always working harder. You always want to work hard, but you want to be efficient. So right. here we're showing you how to be efficient for the skills you need to have some sort of success here. Nice. All right, Jay, I know you got a lot to do. Uh, you are in this nice, cozy office, though, right now, chilling. But uh, I know Al's out there biting at the bit to get you back to work. So get out there. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are here at the Media Combine, Mark Martinez. And joined beside me is Al Snow, who is slowly sliding an OVW contract away from me. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you know, on the, on the scale of cumulative score, the... When you get a one as a cumulative score, you know, then it just means that you're better off buying a ticket than you are, you know, actually performing. So. Callie was nice. She gave me a 2.2. True. And that, again, you're in that marginal area with a 2.2. So the combine's actually a serious thing. Today we're going through media from around Louisville coming out and doing it. But let's talk a bit about the combine and mm-hmm. what you expect from the combine itself on Saturday. Um, well, what we're hoping to do is, is uh, for the first time ever, actually have a quantitative tool that we can evaluate prospective talent and then and also use that tool going forward um, to allow the talent to understand um, where they need to improve, where they need to bring themselves up so that they can thus increase their potential possibility of you know, uh, performing on a higher level. So they're going to go through this... Monthly, six months, yearly? Uh, quarterly, um, which, you know, that way we can always evaluate where they are, what they need to work on, uh, what they need to improve, and, and it gives them a, um, you know, like I said, a tool that where, as opposed to for years, uh, you know, in professional wrestling, there's never been anything like this. And, um, you know, if a talent came to you and they were like, oh, what do I need to work on? What do I need to improve? They were always given very vague answers like just work harder or you need to be better at you know your in-ring ability or whatever nothing definitive and this gives us definitive metrics to where we can say well if you improve your score here it's going to improve your athletic ability and thus your performance in the ring so you need to pick this up so you put us through the physical aspect some of the physical aspect today mm-hmm. uh, there's also 
camera aspect that we're going to go in on Saturday as well? Yeah, there's also well, all the uh, participants have to take an IQ test. They have to take a psychological evaluation. Those are online uh, forms that they have to fill out. And then, um, and then they um, will perform all the physical tests here uh, along with a comp body composition uh, evaluation. And then they will have to do uh, a promo. Um, everybody will have to perform a promo. And then they'll have it. If they have prior experience wrestling, they'll be in the ring and they'll have to perform a uh, short match with another uh, participant. And if they're... Um, if they're in, um, they have no experience, they'll do an in-ring blow-up drill um, to show their overall athletic aptitude um, inside the uh, ropes. Now, what's the blow-up drill kind of consist of? Um, it basically consists of uh, what they call them grape stompers, where you stand in a corner and it looks like you're trying to stomp grapes. But so you're, Lucille Ball. You're basically running, you know, running in place. Um, um, running to and from and touching the rope. It allows us to evaluate their explosive speed and their footwork and their stamina, much like the shuttle run you performed um, that we, we did timed. And then um, also uh, shoulder rolls, um, which allows me to see what kind of coordination they have and if they, they uh, have any natural uh, um, ability um, to be able to control their bodies. And after all Saturday is said and done, you're going to take all your evaluations back to your home, uh, have a beer or two, settle down, and when do we find out who is, you know, selected? Well, we will get with all the participants, and um, um, we will come August 1st, we will select uh, 15, whether they're male or female, they all compete, compete equally on a, the same scale um, for the same opportunity. Those 15 that have the highest cumulative scores um, will be awarded uh, two-year scholarships uh, along with living facilities, dorm, dormitory facilities, um, to attend the uh, first ever professional wrestling trade school um, at OVW, which is quite unheard of. Nobody's ever... It's unbelievable. Um, no, nobody's ever been uh, accredited by a state organization as an actual trade school for professional wrestling. And, um, and as such... Um, you know, we're not just uh, endeavoring to teach um, teach young men and women that are, you know, how to wrestle, how to perform in the ring. We're also teaching them uh, all the skills they need to have a career in sports entertainment or broadcasting. So hosting like this, um, producing, directing, editing, uh, camera, operating the camera, lighting, sound, uh, live event management, promotion. Um, you know, uh, every aspect of sports entertainment and broadcasting, they're learning. And um, the impetus for that was um, two young people that I that were I know very well. One, Jesse Whitney, who's the wife of Tomasa Ciampa. She was a contestant on Tough Enough too, so she came into professional wrestling as wanting to be a performer. Um, she was eliminated during season two. She came back season three on her own. As an intern for the MTV production crew, she was hired on by WWE as a backstage producer and has went on to become a television producer for you know all the major networks um, and has a great career. And then um, James Long uh, was uh, taught himself how to operate a camera, do lights, do sound, uh, editing, and um, he was an in-ring performer for OVW for several years and then got so adept at... Uh, putting, you know, editing and being so creative that I was able to help him get hired by Impact Wrestling as part of their production team. And now he works for WWE at their NXT division in the, um, in the, and he's the head of their experimental production division. So he gets to try all the new gadgets and everything when it first comes out and see what works. And That's a job that this nerd over here just spruced up, as you can tell, was yeah. like, wow. So... You know, I'm very happy for him, and I and it's so important because um, it's it's something that even like um, you know the U.S. military deals with. Uh, NFL is creating a program for their players specifically to teach their players how to have a life off the field once they're on the field. Career ends um, because you've got people, young men and women, that devote their entire lives to a singular pursuit. 
And then when they achieve it, and then when it comes to an end, when inevitably it does, whether it's through injury or just simply attrition, you know, just age, they're going to not have a direction. And they're not going to have skills to have an exit plan to have to be, be able to pick up and continue on with another career within the same area or, you know, uh, of entertainment. So, you know, it leaves them just dangling in the wind. And um, I'm hoping that this will allow um, for the performers to be one, better performers because they'll have a better understanding of what it is they need to do when they're in the ring because they've operated a camera, they've done the lights, they've, you know, they've done the editing, they've done the directing, they know what's being looked for and then now they perform to it. Um, so you get a much better product on your television show or your pay-per-view. Um, and then for uh, the people that want to apply and don't want to be an in-ring performer, um, because they will be able to take the wrestling classes, and if they don't physically, per se, want to be in the ring and participate in the class, they can set in and listen and watch, and they get, one, a better appreciation for what it is that they're trying to develop and sell to an audience, and two, they have a greater understanding of what it is they're trying to sell to an audience so that they can they can communicate through their writing, through their 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 camera work, through their lighting, through their editing, they can communicate the rhythm, the feel, the emotion of what's happening in that ring to an audience much more effectively because they've set in from the ground up and learned the aspects of what the performers in the ring have to do. So the Combine Saturday uh, will take place here. Yes. Instead, of, I, I was telling everybody for the longest time it was going to be at Davis Arena because Chad has not correctly told me, but it is here. here tell everybody PFR. where here is. Here is PFR, which is Performance Fitness Rehabilitation. It is out here on Sycamore Road um, uh, near Blankenbaker off of 64 on uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. A beautiful facility. Um, they have all the equipment, and we have all of the uh, professional, actual strength coaches out here to um, score all the participants and take them through the uh, steps. Um, and the other, you know, the, uh, one of the other reasons that we're doing this too is because the way Chad and I met was I approached the Kentucky Boxing Wrestling Commission about the fact that, they, and, and it approached several other state commissions about the fact that there were no no standards on becoming a professional wrestler, which I find absurd. It is weird. I find weird. it incredibly insulting that if you want to be a barber or you want to be a beautician or if you want to be a mortician or even like my lovely wife is a massage therapist, you they had to go to a state accredited school. They had to be taught by a state accredited teacher. They had to complete a certain amount of hours and then they went and took a test. And then they have to continue have continuing education credits or they can't renew their license. Um, and I didn't understand why that couldn't apply. And the commission, quite frankly, said that they couldn't do it. So I was like, well, you know what, we'll just do it on our own. So, you know, that was the motivation to buy OVW and to create this type of thing, the very thing. We, nobody's ever, it gets confusing now because we made the announcement at WrestleMania, at WrestleCon, and since we've made the announcement, all of a sudden a term that no one in professional wrestling had ever used or associated with wrestling. Now, Ring of Honor had a combine in the beginning of May, and now and WWE about two weeks ago had a combine, and to the point they literally verbatim copied my explanation for the reason to have it and used that as what they were doing. Yeah, you guys were the first. It's been long in the hopper. The Can Crushers knew a little bit about it that we didn't make an announcement. Months before we even made the announcement yeah. um, at WrestleMania that we were doing a combine. And the express purpose of doing this combine is to set standards, to have a quantifiable way of judging potential talent, uh, to give them the opportunity, but not just let... You know, hey, I want to be a wrestler. I've been a fan for so many years. I've sat on the couch and haven't moved. Now I just think I can get into the ring and perform at a very, what people fail to realize, and they all think, they all make the same misnomer, which is, they all, ah, wrestling's fake. 
and nothing could be further from the truth. Wrestling, as far as it being predetermined, absolutely it's predetermined. We know who's going to win. We don't go out there with an intent to compete. The diff but the thing is, to be able to physically perform and also to withstand the real physical punishment that you have to do and on almost a nightly basis, you have to be a very high level athlete. You have to be able to perform and not on a very high uh, athletic level, but do that on a, you have no off season. So you've got to be able to endure that and do that 200, 250 days a year sometimes. Um, so that's why we have a psych evaluation and an IQ test. The psych evaluation is to determine whether or not you're going to be able to handle the stress emotionally, mentally, of being on the road and performing like that. And then the IQ test, because the other thing that people don't realize is just how much intellect it requires to be able to go into that ring and perform and make split-second decisions while you're performing to maintain an emotional connection with an audience that motivates them to want to pay to leave their leave their house to pay to see you. That's incredibly difficult. Plus the health of you and your opponent and in your the opponent. ring. And, yeah, and as that, well. You know, and it's sad um, because I, for the last few years, I've went around to a lot of different independent shows, and I see a lot of guys, and not just from a cosmetic basis. I mean, let's face it. You know, I could care less if a guy looks like Charles Atlas or well, a lot of listeners probably don't know who that is, but he was a, he was a bodybuilder back in the day. Um, you know, or Arnold Schwarzenegger, I, that's nice, and it makes them a little more marketable. But I, all I care is, is if at eight minutes into the match, you're so winded and, and so physically exhausted that you're not only a danger to your opponent who you're now picking up and doing that exciting move that you just saw in Raw or a New Japan video or you know or Ring of Honor at eight minutes you're picking your guy up and, and now you, you can't do it you, you're running the risk of either you him injuring him or yourself and not just injuring like break of arm you're t I'm talking about you could the potential goes up exponentially that someone in that ring could suffer a life altering injury to, up to the point, and, and it has happened, and that was really the thing that kick-started this whole thing, was a young man out in Oklahoma, which is a state commission-regulated state, um, for wrestling, barely trained, got in the ring, took a spine-buster move, a simple move, hit the back of his head, had brain swelling for three days, was in a coma, and they finally had to pull a plug on him and had to let him die. You know, and those accidents are happening at a much greater rate all the time. And if we, ourselves, um, professional wrestling, don't institute some kind of higher standards and hold ourselves to some kind of higher standards, one, we're devaluing the very thing we do. Because now, everybody feels like they can do it, and rightfully they can. They just pay their you money. Get from a video game, you can learn everything, right? That's right. And they can just pay their money to, you know, their local promotion, and they're in, and off they go. And now they pay their $25 for the state of Kentucky, and, you know, they get a physical, and they're a professional wrestler. We're done. No matter what the physical says, as long as you're able to move. As long as you pass the physical, as far, you know, which is a typical sports physical, it doesn't actually test your, you know, it te you know, it doesn't test your actual physical aptitude, nor does it test your physical stamina or your strength. And that was the purpose for this, is that we can test all of that, and we can say, look, I appreciate your passion, your love, your desire to want to be a professional wrestler, but your scores indicate... It's a 2.2. You might want to... <laughs> You might want to stay, stay on the couch and watch it on TV. So. Nice. It's a 2.2. <laughs> so, real quick, one more thing, and then I'll let you go. I know you're busy today. Um, with WWE and Ring of Honor stealing your combine uh -huh. word, they know that you're doing this at OVW just to excel the wrestling product sure. forward. Yeah. So why steal it, in your thoughts? Because it's a good marketing term. You know, a lot of people know what a combine is, and... You know, they're going to reach out to a broader audience. I know Ring of Honors directly was nothing more than just a tryout, no different than any other wrestling tryout. WWE's is a little more similar to what ours is, but it, it's you know it's no different than what they've been. Well, like if you go down there for a tryout, they're going to put you through the same thing that they were putting you through for the combine, which is a series of exercises, and really, it's it's to push you physically, but also mentally, and see if you'll give up. 
Um, and that's been a, an approach that's been applied to wrestling for years since years. you were training, right? Hell yeah! That even when I went, I went to Charlotte, North Carolina, with Ole and Gene Anderson 30, 38 years ago. It was you know that was the approach. We took us out, ran us five miles up and down the stairs, five hundred squats, four hundred push-ups, things like that, to see who would hang in there. What we're trying to do is we're not trying to punish somebody for their passion to want to be into professional wrestling. We're not trying to you know, um, wear them out and, and blow them up so that they'll go home and tell everybody, oh, my God, if you think that professional wrestling is fake, oh, my God, what they may put me through is ridiculous. The whole purpose of this is to actually have a test, a test to, to be able to observe and to measure just exactly what someone's potential athletic skills are and how applicable those are to professional wrestling. Even so much so as when we're doing the combine, which I know WWE didn't do, is we're having we're instituting the use of the uh, new technology called the Dari system, which is a GPS type system where they scan your body. I forget how many different points of uh, they scan you with, and it's markerless, so they don't put any markers on you. Um, and without force plates, they can um, scan your movements in a five-minute scan, and they can. Should, you know, they can um, get a readout that will tell them like joint uh, force, uh, kinetic force, joint joint torque, and they can use those biomechanics to be able to evaluate when you might potentially have an injury based on your physical movements and how you can improve your athletic performance by changing those movements. Who brought that in? That's Chad, Unbelievable. Chad brought that in. He was the one that got that hooked up. And, you know, it's an incredible tool that we can use to now, um, and for any athletes that come in, it's an incredible tool for them because even if they don't go on and be a professional wrestler, they now have information that they know that, hey, I've got to change these things so that I can improve my athletic performance and it will go up exponentially and also potentially avoid an injury. It's, that's unbelievable. It's, it's amazing. You know, and we're, nobody's ever done it. And again, that's because the motivation behind what we're doing is not to test your metal. Our, it's not to test your intestinal fortitude. Our, our motivation is to test your athletic ability and see what uh, potential uh, you have to actually come in and perform as a professional wrestler. The higher you score, then the more potential you have to you know, be on a WWE level because you're a much better athlete. Um, you know, and that, that approach has never been taken. And I don't believe, even though I'm sure if they hear this, they'll probably copy it and then say that that's what they're trying to do. Right. But I guarantee, you know, I, I don't, I can't say for certain because I wasn't there, but I know what they've done in the past. And I know what I've heard about this combine that they did is basically the same as that they they had a set they have exercises that they have as a set. Anybody that watched uh, wrestling with my family right. will will have seen what they put people through, and it's just really again it's to push you to see if you're going to quit. You know, it's not to push you to see what your athletic can ability, do. Yeah, your athletic ability is, and if it's conducive to professional wrestling, it's just to. Hey, are they going to give up? Are you going to Mentally stop? strong enough, physically on their aspect strong enough. And we're going to test that as well. I mean, it, you know, the, the whole purpose of a bet, like a doing it a bench press, is not just to see how many uh, reps you do, is one, um, how quick are you to give up, you know, if you can't do the, the set number. Um, two, if you knew about this for how many months before you showed up here. Why weren't you practicing? Why weren't you training? to be able to do at least the base number of reps or the base number uh, for squat or, you know, or you get a, a base number as far as a shuttle run or pull-ups. You have months. Right. We literally put this information up since WrestleMania. I'm at sorry. The front, I'm sorry. <laughs> at the beginning of April, and people have an opportunity to have go, oh, okay, this is what they're expecting. Here's what I need to work on. And let me show up in the best condition I can do so that I can have the best chance at this amazing opportunity, which is a half a million dollar it investment. Now, 15 scholarships for two years to the trade school 
plus living facility is more than half a million dollars in, in, in investing in future talent. So that's amazing within itself. Chad Miller's running around giving yeah. you thumbs up and everything. So I know you need to go. So I'll let you go. Ch- uh, Al, I'll be in contact with you before we leave Sunday. So uh, thank you for jumping on podcast again. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. So that was my little trip through the media combine, and guys, I knew I did horribly. Uh, My vertical was a negative. Uh, I lifted very little. Uh, I'm a trash man. Uh, I lift garbage bags. I know my role, and in all serious, guys, this is tough. This is going to be tough, uh, which the talent is going to go through on Saturday. Uh, I did five things, and... I'm not sore today because, you know, garbage man, we have to do, you know, garbage stuff. We lift things. But uh, I could see somebody not being prepared for this. Al said it right. You've had two months of what is being expected of you. So here is what you have to do going forward to Saturday. And, you know, it's just everything's on the line. This is, as Al said and as Chad said before, and Chad will say again, this is a half a million dollars on the line for OVW, uh, a scholarship for two years to the Al Snow Wrestling Academy. This is real. This is life-changing, as Al said. Yeah, you could go in and you could become a wrestler, and then you know, one move later, what happens if you're not taken care of? So go in and learn the business. You learn the booking part of it. Learn the camera. Learn the media relations. Everything that they're going to give you is right at your grasp. This is your chance to become the star that you want to be. This is, listen to what Jay Bradley said. This, this did not exist for him. He said it was a, it's a great idea. He would have loved to have done this 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You know, bros, come on. You know something's going to happen that this is happening for OVW. Uh, Al completely agree with him. He has said the word combine has now been thrown out, uh, willy nilly. Uh, but it, it has been way before WrestleMania that OVW has used this word combine and used it correctly. Uh, not as a tryout, not as whatever. This is legit, folks. They're going to grade you. And again, we will be there tomorrow. I'll be bringing you some Facebook Live stuff. I'll be recording some more interviews for a podcast to uh, be put together at said later date about what's going to go on with the combine chad uh could not make it to this podcast as he has just had a rough may he really has he's in a neck brace he now he's gonna have a grill a gold grill um because he's just uh had to have surgery done on his mouth no he really is not gonna have a gold grill he's probably gonna punch me once he hears this uh as long as i run from him i'll be okay maybe his wife will help me out But, all right, so shifting gears. Last night I had the chance to, like I said, attend one of Al Snow's seminars, uh, trainings, however you want to put it. And there was several wrestlers there. And I did get to speak to three of them. So you'll hear KTD, uh, Lily, and Megan Bain, who is taking on Callie this Saturday at Saturday Night Special for the OVW Women's Championship. But... 
what I saw in the ring is the passion of everyone that was there. Just uh, learning and soaking in all the knowledge from Al. At one point, I thought, hey, I'm going to take some pictures and post them online so you guys can see you know, what's going on. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, no, that's for me, that's kind of breaking the fourth wall. Let them have their training. Let them have their seminar to themselves. You guys, if you want to know what it's about, you know, sign up for the Al Snow Wrestling Academy. Uh, come down and do the combine. You'll get to know what it's about there. This is their time, and they deserve their time. Um, uh, thank you to Al and Chad for allowing me to go in and experience this. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, what they did in the ring at such a, a young stage in their career is phenomenal. But listening to Al, being able to hear Al uh, just say, I know say words is a stupid way of saying it, but just to put together words to tell these kids about the business. And some of it trickled into this old can crusher as well. Just life overall. Um, it truly, truly made sense. And you saw them all just saying, yes, yes. They, they understand, uh, first of all, his passion, his knowledge of the wrestling business. And now they are getting it uh, complete one-on-one. So, like I said, it, it's amazing. And this whole week with OVW has been nothing but uh, amazing. And uh, tomorrow the Combine... And then Saturday night special. And then we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, always in contact with them. We have interviews out the wazoo set up. But uh, right now I want to bring to you uh, a couple more interviews. Uh, real quick combine questions for KTD, Lily, and Meg. And then we'll be back to wrap this up. We are backstage at Davis Arena and we are with rising star KTD of OVW. KTD, welcome to Pod. Uh, welcome to Camp Crushers. Thank you. It's good to be here. And we have a lot more set up for KTD down the line, but this question is about Saturday. You're going to the Combine and what do you expect to get out of this amazing thing that OVW is doing? Honestly and truly, um, I expect to learn a lot more about myself, especially with the snow scale coming into play, um, learning about my limitations and learning, you know, where I can improve, you know, and where I should pull back a little bit more. Um, so it's it's not just a learning experience as far as on an athletic scale, but on a personal scale as well. You brought up the snow scale and that the great segue you guys were the first to hear about it before anybody else. I know you got it like the Wednesday before WrestleMania. How did you guys take that in the locker room? Was it a was it a shock that crap I'm going to be judged now, or thank God I'm going to be judged? Um, it was honestly a plethora of feelings. Um, I know for me personally, it was one of those thank God I'm going to be judged uh, kind of feelings because, like I said, uh, you know, it, get, getting. Getting in the ring, you know, being in the sport, it's it's a completely different experience than, you know, just sitting there watching it, you know, and thinking like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and that, you know, one day. And then when you actually get in here, you know, you got you to gotta figure out who you are. And sometimes you need a lot of help with that. And I'm one of those people, you know, I, 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 I need, sometimes I need people to point me, you know, in a direction, you know, to show me who I am, you know, and what I'm good at and, you know, what where I can improve. You <laughs> know, just... Right, and that's what the snow skill is all about, right? Yes, yes, most definitely. So, all right, we will see you Saturday at the Combine, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you, I can't wait. We are backstage at Davis Arena with rising star Lily. Lily, you are competing at the Combine this Saturday, correct? Yes, I will be competing. And what do you look to get out of this Combine? You know, there's so much on the table, and are you ready? I believe that I am ready. Um, a lot of my fans know me as being Dustin Jackson's girlfriend, but what they don't know is that I train day and night behind the scenes, so I've been preparing for this, and I'm really excited to compete against some of the OVW veterans. Is there something that you think you're going to stand out for uh, more than, say, Callie? 
Well, I actually come from a different background. I used to compete in fitness competitions. So my background has happens to be in weightlifting and training. So I have more of that athletic um, ability and gymnast behind what I do. So I feel like that might stand out just a little bit. Nice. Nice. All right. We'll see you Saturday and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. So we are at Davis Arena with Megan Bain. Megan, you are upstar. You know you have a match uh, Saturday against Cali for the OVW Women's Championship. But first, you'll be heading to the Combine. What do you look to get out of the Combine? Out of the Combine, I want to see where my weaknesses are so that I can improve on them. I want to see what my strengths are so I know what well, maybe I don't have to focus so much on this thing, but focus more on this. And of course, like I want to place within the top 15, hopefully the top five, but in the top 15 so that I can get the scholarship, go to the new trade school and learn everything that I can from Ohio Valley Wrestling. And a quick one more question for you. Callie was talking a little smack earlier at the media combine about how she's smarter than you and she's just going to take you out. Any words for her? Callie can think she's as smart as she as she wants, but um, clearly I'm a lot bigger than her and stronger than her, so she's going to have to really pull something out of her sleeve if she wants to win. All right, Meg, thanks for stopping by tonight, and we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. So three different people, three different kind of outlooks on the combine Guys, there's going to be a plethora of people, talent, athletes, talented athletes at the Combine this Saturday in Louisville, hosted by Ohio Valley Wrestling. And you heard KTD, he wants to know how he can improve. Uh, Lily telling us her background and know that she's going to be able to do this and work on this. And then there's Meg that just wants to bowl through this in place in the top five. And I'll tell you, after seeing some of her matches, some of her training, uh, just speaking with her, I don't see why she can't. Uh, Guys, again, one more shout-out as we have Saturday Night Special this Saturday at Davis Arena. Make sure you get down there. Uh, A lot of great matches set up. For it, you can go to the website and check it out also on Facebook. Again, thank you to Al Snow, thank you to Callie, thank you to Jay Bradley, thank you KTD, thank you Lily, thank you Megan Bain, and even though he's uh, just lingering around, thank you to Chad Miller. Without you guys, none of this is possible. And I have one more thing to say to all of you remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. See you at Davis Arena. (laughs) 